0: Okay, cool.
1: Good afternoon, and welcome to our pricing podcast, Pricing Interviews with the Experts. I'm Lisa Fisher, Director of Key Accounts with the Professional Pricing Society. Today we feature our special guest, Stefan Liozu, Pricing Evangelist and Founder of Value Interruption Advisors. Follow him on Twitter at Stefan Liozu and on his website, StefanLiozu.com. Today's pricing topic is value-based pricing. Hello, Stefan, and thank you for joining us today on our Pricing Podcast. We are happy to have you and look forward to your pricing expertise.
0: Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it uh, greatly, and I I hope that uh, we can bring some great insights to your audience.
1: Wonderful. We'll go ahead and get started. So, Stefan, tell us exactly what is value-based pricing?
0: Well, that's a good question because there is actually uh, not a, a standard definition uh, of what value based pricing is and uh, we have seen over the, uh, the past 10 years multiple definitions coming in from uh, uh, different consultants and different practitioners but um, so you know at the end of the day uh, value based pricing is a methodology that allows companies to uh, extract their true value versus competition calculate the value pool and then share that value pool through pr- uh, pricing mechanisms um, in, with their market so uh, it is a, a methodology that is uh, well-known, uh, well-documented. But unfortunately, you have multiple uh, number of steps, multiple approaches, and multiple definitions that makes it a little bit uh, fuzzy. Uh, so if you see what I mean.
1: Yes. So why is it more than a pricing strategy?
0: Oh, definitely, because you look at the, uh, the six steps of uh, uh, going in value-based pricing, and you realize that you're really going in and attacking the uh, what I would call the big guns of marketing. You have to do competitive analysis. You have to do segmentation of your customers. You have to understand your true differentiation. And then you have to calculate the differentiation. Once you calculate it, then you're going to decide how you're going to innovate in pricing and capture that uh, uh, value, differentiation value, and then communicate it. So, you know, you're, you're touching some of the, the very uh, advanced uh, components of uh, um, marketing, of selling, of communication. And at the end of the day, then it becomes, uh, you know, you may start with thinking you're doing just pricing, but you're doing much more. And this is what it makes uh, value-based pricing a bit complex, I would say, a bit difficult to operationalize because you realize at some point that you have to have much more than the pricing people involved. You have to go into innovation. You have to go into marketing. You have to go into finance. You have to go into selling. So that's what I'm, I keep saying. Value-based pricing is much more than a pricing strategy. It is a go-to-market approach.
1: Great. So, Stefan, in your opinion, what are the key success factors to make sure that it is implemented well?
0: The first, I would say the first critical component is to understand what you're trying to do in your organization. Do you just want to do pricing for one product? Do you want to do it for a family product, for a division, for a region, or for the entire corporation? So uh, uh, initially, in the design of your value-based pricing project, you have to really understand what you're trying to do and how you're going to do it. So design is important. And then you're going to have to worry about how do, am I going to execute all of this uh, and keeping in mind that it's not going to be a three-month project. As I mentioned before, you know, if you, if you haven't started doing some of these critical components of marketing, then you have to do – some of the foundation before you get into value-based pricing. So, you know, for example, if you don't do very detailed competitive analysis, it's going to be difficult to do value-based pricing. So, there, you know, some of the success factors will be to have a foundation of uh, marketing activities, segmentation, uh, positioning analysis, competitive analysis, so that you can be successful at at doing value-based pricing. Another very cr- critical success factor is to have, a kind of a, a support from the top and the and mandate from top management telling you, well, yeah, it is time that we pay attention uh, to value and pricing, and it is time that we start doing that transformation. Because at the end, it is going to be a bit of a transformation on how you do the work, how you you know interact with your markets, how you address value to your customers. So you may find some difficult spots of transformation, and you need management support. So uh, they need to be involved. They need to be supportive. They need to give the clear priority to the organization, um, and they also need to make sure the culture is going to be supportive of that. So another key success factor is going to be the cultural component, the cultural dimension. Do we have everybody on board? You know, every, is everybody ready to change? Do we want to try different things? Are we willing to go out and and maybe try to extract more value in the market? So. So, you know, from uh, training the right people to getting everybody on board to getting the right messages, the right priorities. So there's going to be a a lot of different key success factors that are going to be, uh, you know, uh, dramatically uh, make or break your uh, your success of your initiative.
1: Absolutely. I think you already touched on this, Stefan, but are there any other individuals you can think of that need to be involved in the deployment that you haven't already mentioned?
0: Yeah, so I I usually, uh, you know, go into companies and ask them, who is in charge of value in your organization and, and that's always a question that stops people thinking and like wow that's interesting mm-hmm. obviously the answer is that everybody's in, you know should be taking care of value but at the end of the day you know you know there's going to be someone who's who's going to have to be in charge of the process of managing value and doing value based pricing in some cases the pricing team will take care of that they will take the lead But then they'll quickly run into, okay, how do I bring these marketing people on board? And how do I reach out to the technical and the innovation people? So it needs then to to have a champion. It needs to have an executive who is going to be able to make the bridges between all the functions. Traditionally, you have the usual suspects, right? You have sales, marketing, innovation, um, pricing teams, value teams, some financial components. So you have these functions. But you quickly realize that when you get towards the uh, the last steps of value-based pricing where we get into value communication, creating value stories and value propositions, then you need to have the communications people involved, you know, external and internal. You know, people who are going to, going to uh, uh, connect the communication strategy to the value communication strategies. Then you're going to have to have people who interact with customers like technical service, customer service, you know, training departments. So uh, as, as you do uh, uh, the more complicated projects that you start doing, if it's, for example, for a whole region or for a whole this division, if you try to put value-based pricing, you're going to have to look at internally, uh, who are the stakeholders? Who is going to be important in the success of that transformation? Who's got touch points with the customers and make sure as I was saying before, from the get-go, from the design of your approach, then you have the right stakeholders involved with different activities, different actions, and different programs. So you can see it's 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 going to be different for every project that you have. On, if you do, for example, two pilot projects in a large corporation, you may have two different nature of teams involved because value-based pricing is really going to be tailored to the nature and the dynamics of your divisions.
1: Excellent. So can you touch on, um, Stefan, just a little bit? You, you did allude to the fact that each project will be different. But for our listeners out there who are just learning about value-based pricing, how do you recommend they get started?
0: Yeah, so, you know, first of all, you have to uh, understand why you want to do it. And uh, how, when you get started, there needs to be uh, an understanding of, is, is now the right time? Do we have the right support? Do we have the maturity, in, you know, to do it? Uh, is, is there a burning platform to do it, you know, and, and why do we want to do it? So because of that, it's going to change the way you're going to design it. If it's a CEO saying enough is enough, no more cost-based, we got to do value-based, it's different than if uh, it's a marketing manager that went to a pricing conference at PBS and then says we should look at value-based pricing. So where is the, uh, the driver? Who is the driver? What's the stimulus for getting started? Then the next thing is is going to be, okay, what is the scope? You know, define what do we want to do exactly, and do we want to do uh, maybe start with our innovation process, what's in the innovation pipeline, or do we want to do it with our most differentiated product? So establish a scope, and then go – you know, I always recommend to go small. Start with a small project, train as much as possible, and do the project in a cross-functional, multifunctional setting. So not just pricing people doing it, not just marketing people, but invite a variety of people uh, in the in the approach, so that you can have a pilot project that multifunctional. And then the key really is to start with something and then show that it can be done. So don't pick the uh, the product line or the business unit that is the most complicated, the most in trouble. Uh, you know, you have to uh, establish uh, uh, success right off the bat to make sure that you create positive buzz and positive emotions to, uh, towards value-based pricing so that people want to do another project. So if you start with a very difficult project, then uh, the chances of failure, quote-unquote, will be higher. Uh, so, you know, as you can see, it, it you really have to design everything very strategically to make sure that uh, it creates At the right time, with the right scope, in in the right maturity, it it creates a very successful initiative right off the bat.
1: Excellent. Well, thank you, Stefan. We certainly appreciate that you joined us. If our listeners out there need more detailed information on this topic and others, you may reach Stefan at sliozu at gmail.com. Stefan will also present a one-day workshop on value-based pricing at the PPS 27th Annual Spring Pricing Workshops and Conference in Chicago, hosted May 3rd through the 6th. And for more information on the full program and Stefan's workshop, visit us at www.pricingsociety.com. Get social with PPS and please subscribe to our blog, thepricingauthority.com, and follow us on Twitter and Periscope at Pricing Society. Stay tuned for our monthly pricing podcast with other industry experts who join us to share their pricing best practices. Stefan, thank you and we'll see you in a few weeks.